and this is the podcast, Go Be Great. There's no such thing as TMI here, so let's chat, meet amazing humans, and have conversations about life, confidence, and more without the filter. Come hang weekly as I shed light on the topics we often feel we need to hide as we celebrate the ebbs and flows of learning what being great really looks like. Buckle up, buttercups, and let's go be great together. This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women, for women. Hello, hello, fam, and happy 2024. Happy New Year. We are in this bitch. Here we are. I wanted to have this episode today because I talked about it a little bit on my Instagram stories, but I kind of wanted to dive into these expectations that we tend to have on ourselves or with ourselves for the new year. But before we get into the nitty gritty, let's talk about some faves for this week. I recently, God bless one of the parents (laughs) that... Um, of the students in my class, but she restocked my Tula skincare. And skincare is going to be one of my ins for 2024. I really want to be consistent with it. I love Tula. I have very sensitive skin. I was on Accutane in middle school, so I have a lot of acne scarring. I had, I'm very susceptible to hormonal acne. So Tula, I have found to be just delicate enough that also helps minimize the redness and all the things. I just love Tula products. So their cult cleanser and moist 24 moisturizer is are my two go-tos. Love the rose go and glow. What else did she give me? Oh, I got the um detoxing mask, the one that like comes in a stick. Have you guys ever seen that? It is amazing. I've tried that. And the blackhead uh, scrub exfoliator, which like you only, I only use a couple times a week because again, sensitive skin. But Tula skincare, I forgot how much I freaking loved it. And that is something I want to be more consistent with this year. Um, what else did oh, I was? Oh, Color Wow. I talked about this. I think it was the last episode where I was trying the Color Wow products because if I saw Chris Appleton, Kim Kardashian's hairstylist one more time on my TikTok for you page, I just couldn't. I, I had to give into it. I had to give into the products. So I have the shampoo and conditioner, the heat protectant, which is also the the hair dryer blowout spray, which like it helps minimize by your hair drying time by like 30 percent. And what else? Do I have? Oh, the texturizing spray. So those are the products that I've tried. I'm loving them. I don't know if I'm completely sold on the shampoo and conditioner just yet. I don't know if it's just, like, it's definitely cleaning my hair, but I just, I don't know. I like a certain type of suds. I like a certain type of suds when I'm washing my hair, and I just don't know if it's giving me that. But everything smells really good, and they're great products. So, Tula Skincare, Color Wow Hair Products, Chef's Kiss. We love it. One of my outs for 2024 is keeping clutter. I have a tendency to hoard things like sweatshirts (laughs) and loungewear or I make jokes all the time about my tourist tees and like my every time I go somewhere I like I'm I'm, I love to get a good t-shirt or tank top I need to be better about it so today alone I got rid of three trash bags just of loungewear that I don't need so baby steps because once again this kind of ties into this episode very nicely. I'm not going to just feel like I have to have it all done right away, but I'm just going to chip away at it. And, you know, as I'm picking stuff up, if I don't choose to wear it and I haven't chosen to wear it in the last calendar year, it's just going into a bag. And I'm just going to keep a steady flow of that and drop them off for donation as needed. And that's going to be how I'm going to just chip away at decluttering throughout the year, which 
ties in so that was like accidentally tied in so beautifully to this topic because you are still the same you as you were in 2023 in this moment I can say that with confidence unless you are new to and like future times of like the end of this year maybe or beyond you are just finding this podcast and you're listening to this now but if you are listening in real time tomorrow's what the third yeah I'm recording on the second so as of January 3rd, 2024, you are the same person as you were in 2023. And I don't say that to minimize your energy or or be a buzzkill to your newness of the year. If you are somebody who really finds the fresh, crisp start to a year where you peak, I love that for you. What I'm doing is with love and kindness, reminding you that you do not need to jump in headfirst to all of these things on your vision board or all of these intentions that you set and or if you're a resolution girly resolutions that you set for the, for the year and just go all in. I have found that the people who go all in and myself included because I have done this countless times in life when you go all in in all aspects of your life you're not it, it doesn't really lead to much longevity of change. Whereas if you chip away at it and think about the person that you want to become and build her brick by brick, and that means dismantling a lot of the old bricks that you have already built and then replacing it with new. It's like a renovation, if you will, if you're following, if we're going to go on this uh, house building metaphor, right? So my hope for you is that as you enter this beautiful new year, realizing that you are the main character of your story and that this is a fresh 365 pages for you to write for yourself and when you get to the end of this 2024 chapter what is she gonna be like or he or they gonna be like what is the person that you want to become and how can you get there step by step in a wholehearted and wholesome way because when we try to do a lot of fixing all at once you have a tendency to again myself and I should say we not you we have a tendency to just band-aid and we're just going to cover it up and we're going to band-aid it and it's going to be great and we're just going to keep plugging forward however those band-aids fall off and then not everything is always healed and healing is such a up and down ebbs and flows non-linear journey that it's really difficult to go all in on all aspects of your life and then not get burnt out or not feel like you're drowning in some way or that you're failing in some aspect because when you take on so much and you don't really unpack what's there that has gotten you to this point because right now you're in a house you have built you you have built you in mind body and soul and when you want to make those deep rooted changes that takes a long time change is not is not a quick fix and change is not or growth and healing is not something that happens overnight or happens in a quick 75 hard um, or 75 medium. I like that I'm seeing all these variations of that, by the way, because it is a good way to practice habit stacking um, and, you know, doing something that flips the script on yourself and maybe cuts out some habits that you don't have a good relationship with. I'm not going to hate on 75 hard by any means, but I'm liking that I'm seeing people tweaking it to like 75 medium or 75 my way. Like it just kind of it gives some flexibility in power back and when you're trying to habit stack. And I think that it also feeds into this narrative of being able to just take things a little bit at a time. Like those things that you want to do, 
just bouncing off the 75 hard example. I'm not telling everybody to go and do that, but it gives like a handful of habits that you want to practice doing every single day. And that's great because I know I need to drink more water in 2024. Absolutely. Hydration is a big goal in 2024 for me. Um, You know, limiting screen time or getting outside more like these are all very healthy habits to stack. So if doing a 75 hard and realizing how you or 75 medium or 75 year way, if those things help you habit stack and get in the habit and like see how things feel after 75 days because that 75 days feels a lot more manageable than a whole calendar year right but taking things step by step that's what I mean by brick by brick like you you can't expect at the end of your first challenge of the year or first tracking of whatever you're doing at the year to be your end game because there is no wagon like I've said before there is no track besides the track of life and you're going to be all over that track because that is what life gives us ebbs and flows circumstances that are harder to navigate and when you show up having these expectations of yourself that you are just going to be the fixer of all the things right away and you are just going to take it all on you're more likely to get burnt out and feel like you have failed and give up on yourself and you're worth fighting for and that future version of yourself that you want to become, those goals that you want to achieve this year, you are worth that work. And But that work is not just surface level or external. A lot of that is internal. And I think that a lot of times companies and capitalism at its finest takes this time of year and almost preys on people that want to be better or you know, use their products to get there. And I get that that's marketing and that's life. However, a lot of these external sources and resources are working like those band-aids and doing the internal work is really, internal work and action are the things that are going to get you to that next version of yourself. So I have some things that might help you. For starters, if you are somebody who is trying to get into journaling. I know I've mentioned journaling before. Yes, this is a prompt from Go Be Great Guided Journal, but I do think it's very helpful to write yourself a note from to the future version of yourself and the past version of yourself or even the current version of yourself, like speaking from the different parts of life. What does life look like for you then or now or in the future? And what are some stepping stones that you took to get there and how can you be grateful for that and speaking to your future self it's kind of a good way of manifesting or speaking kindness and and gratitude into that future version of yourself i actually shared this quote on instagram and i saw a lot of people share it i forgot to write down the author's name of it but it says the version of you that carried you through this year somehow Thank her with gratitude before you tell her what she can do better in 2024. And I think that that's also a really powerful thing to do is to thank yourself for getting through what you just went through in 2023. And also showing yourself some pride for navigating it even when it was ugly because even if we don't navigate things the best way we can or we feel like we could have done better in certain aspects, we still did it and it's messy. It's that life is messy and we're not always going to handle things exactly how a book is going to tell us to or that our friends or, or loved ones might have maybe handled things differently but you did what you needed to do and sometimes it was a lesson and sometimes it was just a way to get through the suck so honoring before you're too hard on yourself honor her and thank her and show gratitude for her for showing up and being here with you today because you know without 
acknowledging that or having grace and kindness for that version of yourself, you can't really move on in growth if you can't have gratitude and care or kindness for the current self that you're already in. One thing we can also do is just have patience for ourselves because you can't, I've heard this before, that you can't, all things are difficult before they're easy, right? And you can't expect apple juice from oranges. So if you are currently an orange, right? And you're trying, I love a good metaphor. And you are trying to squeeze apple juice, like this new life out of you. But right now you're an orange. Like you can't expect that. So things are going to be difficult before they're easier, which is why I think managing your expectations for yourself, I'm not saying lower your standards. I'm not saying minimize your effort or do less. Well, sometimes, yeah, do less, you end up doing more. But I'm saying that when we are biting off more than we can chew and thinking we can do it all at once, we can't. So being patient with ourselves and really taking each corner of our lives and being not a critic, but looking at it through a lens of a future self and how can I make this part of my life that feels really hard right now, how can I shift the hard that it is now into becoming easier with work, with that hard work? And I'm trying really hard not to make a dirty joke right now, but I feel like you get what I'm saying. And yes, mirroring what you admire of other people is a good way to start. I'm not saying go and try and be like everybody else because I can see how that phrase can get twisted into that. But it's more so like, what do you admire about this person? Why do you admire it, first off? Second off, how can you flip that and make that into something that you can find joy and authenticity with? Because when we're trying to be like other people or trying to be like that thing that we want to accomplish and that goal that we want to do, we start to externalize a lot of how we want to live. And when we get there, it's like a then what? Okay, I'm here. Now what? And we don't really get the same gratification as we would if we were trying to say, okay, I like that this person does this or I like how maybe I don't I don't want to be this person, but I like the confidence that she exudes when she's living her life. Or I really like how this person just does things even when they're scared. So how can you take that into your own life and apply it in a way that makes sense for you? Because we don't all walk the same lived experiences. And even the same things that feel like they're very similar to us, we still, unless you've walked in their shoes directly, you really don't know what it's been like, especially on our little boxes of the internet that give us access to all of these things. So being able to really sit down and map out what each corner of your life is going to look like and then tackling it one at a time is a great way to make your goals feel more attainable and not give up and also feel super confident in the journey as you're accomplishing it. Because when you're doing things brick by brick and you're really taking those small wins, you learn the power how the small wins and small moments become the big wins and big moments. Because it's not just in those little checkpoints on your on your goal sheet or on your vision board. It's in the day-to-day action that you take towards those. That's what truly starts to change your life. It's not necessarily doing that big, ringing the bell of the big things that happen. There's not some magical moment where, oh, my life has changed because I did this. Your life changes in the little moments and how you show up and how you tackle each day, each hurdle that you have to jump. When you find yourself changing your mentality and handling situations better than past versions of yourself or little blips on the radar where like, hey, I didn't actually like I missed that workout or I missed that thing that I wanted to do today. And I'm actually not beating myself up and self-sabotaging emotionally and physically. I am just learning to rest or I'm just bouncing back like, hey, I could have done that. And then you start to learn what you can 
maintain and what you can actually manage in your day-to-day life. Like there's been times where I really needed the rest and I will wake up the next day. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I missed that workout and I didn't wake up on time, but I really needed that rest and I feel really good about tackling X, Y, and Z in life. But there's other moments where you'll wake up and be like, you know what? I really, I was just lazy today. Like I really could have done it. Calling yourself out on your bullshit is a magical tool. And there is a difference between calling yourself out on your bullshit and talking shit on yourself. And those can be very easily confused when you're first starting out. And you have to mess up in order to kind of distinguish between the two because you could very easily fall back into that old narrative and maybe you're somebody who really has struggled with self-confidence and self-esteem and your default settings and those neurons that are firing in your brain are set to talk shit on yourself and it's difficult to kind of flip that script but you are again worth the work and when self-love and that all feels really hard right now and if starting off with that you're like you know what I just can't I can't even fake it till I make it at this point or faith it till I make it I'm really in the trenches of wanting to make these changes choosing kindness is one of the easiest ways to flip that script because when you're trying to be really hard on yourself and you're trying to give yourself some tough love pep talk, that might feel really hard and harsh, but choosing kindness doesn't. Like, what would you say to your best friend if they were trying to tell you the same thing that you're telling yourself? So reacting accordingly is a beautiful way to try and flip that relationship that you have with yourself because ultimately, big change that you want to make and growth that you want to make in life has to do with the relationship you have with yourself. How you move through the life is the anchor to all of that is the relationship that you have with yourself and how you talk to yourself. And this might sound like it's harsh, but I have found that motivation is bullshit. Motivation will not carry you through. It really comes from deep-rooted consistency, grace, and every day is not going to look the same. And you coming to terms with that is what makes those long-lasting changes because When you can choose consistency, even discipline, there's a healthy dose of discipline, I think, in any type of change because the pendulum can swing both ways. You can be over, you can give yourself too much grace to the point where you're like feeding into your self-sabotaging behaviors. And then you can be super rigid and restrictive, which also isn't long lasting because you burn out. So finding what works for you, kind of, you need to let that pendulum swing both ways because that's how you find what's going to work for you. And some days, yeah, and sometimes you're going to need a healthy dose of discipline and a healthy dose of challenge and overcoming things that are hard and knowing that you can do those hard things and getting through that messy middle. Sure, absolutely. You could do that shit. But doing so with a healthy dose of grace, kindness, and honoring yourself where you're at is what kind of is the recipe. That's what makes life so good and so fun. And it makes the journey along the way so much more rewarding and fulfilling when you really learn how to check back in with you and come home to yourself, which I know I've said a lot, but this is a really good time in this fresh new year to learn what that really means for you. It does look so different and the journey is so personal that there is no right cookie cutter way of doing it. And a lot of times we feed into, oh, you know what? This person looks like they have their shit together. I'm going to do exactly what they're doing. You could do exactly what they're doing and not feel as fulfilled as that person that is doing it because that's what works for them. And we want to like 
copy and paste so much of life because we're seeing it work for other people but they haven't had the same lived experiences as you they don't their bodies don't operate the same way as you none of our two bodies do so and or or that our souls do really so kind of taking bits and pieces of things that you learn and letting go of fear of self-exploration and letting go of fear of judgment or failure. It's okay if you try things and it doesn't work for you. And you're like, you know what? This kind of sounded cool, but I'm going to pivot. There is trust and power in the pivot. So leaning into that is also really helpful, especially embarking on a new year and a new journey. And I hope, if nothing else, that this episode is more of a pep talk for you to get your mind right and not overshoot for your expectations into thinking you need to be this brand new person by the end of January uh, in order to have a successful 2024. Um, Any of these recaps that you see, you see that so much of the ebbs and flows of life is what has made 2023 in a lot of ways such a messy, beautiful year. And that's what life is. Life is just a combination of all of these ups and downs and experiences and journeys and failures and accomplishments and ringing of the bells just as much as you're wiping your own tears. So going easy on yourself and just having that deep rooted trust and foundation that you have gotten yourself with your two feet and your legs that you have right now and your soul that you have right now has gotten you where you are and that it will help you walk through whatever this next year has to offer. And it'll help you carry you through the tough times when you're trying to accomplish goals and find growth and healing and all the emotions that come along with it that you have trust in yourself that you're going to make it. You're going to make it through and you're not going to be scared of dreaming big and you're not going to be scared of going after it. And if you fall, so what? Do it for the plot. We're doing it for the plot. Because I think when we do, when we say things like do it for the plot or just just do it and see what happens like just fuck it fuck around and find out in the healthiest of ways those are sometimes the best stories that we have that lead to some really amazing connections and life journeys so don't be afraid to just fucking go for it and you will be so proud of yourself for navigating all of the hard shit because either way life's hard right just choosing your hard Do you want to continue in the way that you have been or do you want to make some changes in your life? And just having your own back when you're navigating it all is where is really where the change comes from. And I hope that for everyone, I hope that you find yourself at this point next year looking back on the year with a lot of pride and a lot of, yeah, I did that shit. (laughs) Yeah, it was hard. And it was also really fucking fun because I finally got off the sidelines of life and I just did the things and I wasn't afraid to take up space and I wasn't afraid of being too loud or even when I spoke up and my voice shook or when I got off the sidelines and my knees were trembling like I still did it and I still tried it and I met a lot of cool people along the way or you know I learned how to let go when I needed to let go these are all the things that are so important in life and Learning how to do all of those things helps stack us up into the people that we are and the pillars of strength that we carry ourselves through in life. So let's just dive in. Let's just suit up, build your own lifeboat by the work that you do and know that you got you. And that is what matters most. So here's to 2024 and to a lot more of groundbreaking things and getting to know ourselves and coming home to ourselves and dusting ourselves off what we when we need to and getting right back into it and whatever that looks like for you 
because you are more than capable, you are more than deserving, and you are so worth the work to do whatever it is you want in life. And there are no timelines to accomplishing any of it. So here's to leaning into more of that energy for 2024. And don't forget to shake your ass and go be great. <laughs>